0: we're all a work in progress um five six seven and eight and welcome to footnotes a behind the scenes look at what we value and why it matters here at foothill church in Glendora, california i'm your host ethan bailey uh joined today by elder ian kelly Ian, welcome thank you yeah um ian is a long time listener first time guest um and actually we we looked at the analytics and you're the number one listener Really? Um, actually, anyway. No, we don't it doesn't say that but like a, um a, a I feel or... it. Yeah, you do get a, a placard. Okay. It's uh in the mail. I'll send you the okay. tracking yeah, number. Thank yeah, you, thank you. Um but no, yeah, I, I I do feel like that's the case because uh, you often are noting things in footnotes so the whole time we've been doing footnotes the last few years. Good things. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're giving feedback, talking about it, asking, hey, what's next? Um, that plaque originally belonged to Bryce, um, but now Bryce is helping edit and record. So technically, he listens more because he's editing. Um, yeah. He's maybe like two, three times each each episode. You're probably. Hearing it, yeah. Um, But he doesn't count anymore because he's helping with production, so it's all you, man. Congrats. Well, it's it's an honor. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, this episode, um, you probably saw the title, Elder Spotlight with Ian Kelly. Um, This isn't an episode to talk about, you know, what are the qualifications of an elder that we see in Titus, Um, but it's rather an opportunity for us to get to know Ian. Uh, We talk about it every episode, Um, you know, talking about what we value, why it matters. Well... We value uh, you knowing who our elders are, and so that's why we like to do these episodes. Uh, We've done one with Bob Nyquist as well, and look forward to doing more um, with the elders in the future. So um, yeah, congratulations. Welcome to, or not welcome, but you are now an elder. (laughs) Um, It's funny because I was thinking, I'm like, oh, he has a good uh, elder class. I was kind of equating it to like Hall of Fame class, not calling you guys Hall of Famers, but you have a good class with uh, Ike Graham, Steve Dobransky. Uh, yeah, 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 good, yeah, good group of guys,
1: yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, men that I, I look up to and you
0: know, I've appreciated in my own faith walk, yeah, yeah, they're, um, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm privileged to get to work with both those guys. And, um, you are a lay elder, mm-hmm. um, and so you're not on staff, but you are serving the church in this capacity as an elder yeah. pastor, so yeah. appreciate it, man. Um, well, hey, go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit, name, um, even though everyone knows your name. I've said it like three or four times already. Sure. But tell us about your family briefly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's weird I'll, I'll, it, to talk to you because you already know like all this <laughs> yeah. stuff, so I'll probably like just... Please. You know, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, hey, look at that camera right there. Uh, yes. No, um, I'll look...
0: Yeah. You can just look at me still. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, my name's Ian, obviously, and uh, my wife's name is Christy. We are... Um, we've been coming to Foothill for a long time. Uh, we have two children, uh, Jordan, who we call Jojo Mm -hmm. and Olivia. Um, and Jojo is now two and a half months. Uh, Olivia is five months today, actually. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, we, we live here in Glendora and, uh, we're just, you know, excited to be part of the church. Um, yeah, we, we've, we've, um. Uh, we've been involved in mm-hmm. multiple different ways, and and um, just excited to take on this new
0: role. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's funny. Um, whenever you hear Jordan's name, yeah. I always forget. I'm like, it's but it's JoJo. Like I, yeah, I yeah, hear yeah. JoJo, and it's, it's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember one time. I think uh, maybe when you guys were having um, uh, Olivia, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, dedicated. Chris said jo- uh, Jordan. I was like, is that, is that, are you sure, Chris? Like, I thought it was Jojo, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, But then also, um, I, your mom also goes to Royal Church, uh, Bernadette. Um, I feel like I catch people, like, they don't realize that connection. Yeah. Um, She's someone who I've gotten to know a little bit more the last year. Uh, We went on the Ireland trip. Yeah. She was a part of that group. And so it's been cool getting to know you and your family more. I feel like, actually, just this last year, I feel like I've really gotten to know, uh, you all more
1: yeah yeah uh, yeah my mom my sister uh, mm-hmm. my brother-in-law they all yeah. you know attend and, um,
0: and yeah my mom actually speaks of the island trip quite a bit mm-hmm. one of her favorite experiences yeah that's great um, well let's uh, give us a little bit of background a little bit more you you mentioned um, you know started attending Foothill church but sure, let's sure. go back a little bit more um, briefly just explain like hey how did you come to know the Lord and then you know fill in the gaps to what led you to Foothill church
1: yeah, um, you know my my testimony is not uh, super exciting. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I, some people they have like a like a definitive moment. You know, uh, and for me, uh, my parents um, had me attending church when I was uh, a little kid. Mm. Uh, you know, going to like VBS okay. um, and and going to Sunday school. I grew up Lutheran, and um, so my my parents actually they grew up Catholic. And they wanted something that was like similar, hmm. you know. And uh, some of the Lutheran practices are, are fairly similar. Okay. Um, like what?
0: What's what are, what? are a couple of those?
1: Uh, well, just kind of the, the garb uh, that that some of the the pastors would wear, you know, <laughs> is like similar to the priests. And then they had like acolytes. I don't know if okay. you know. I don't. You know. What is what is that? Uh, yeah. So acolytes would just kind of like assist uh, the 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 pastor okay. um, with some of the things that he was doing, you know, with like communion. Okay. So an
0: acolyte is a person yes okay. yes an
1: acolyte is like um i don't know a young i typically they're younger that just like served uh, okay. up on stage but yeah no so i, I was going to lutheran church and I, I really came to to understand that i needed a savior hmm. and that savior was christ um probably through in elementary school uh we had these things called confirmation classes and um and yeah, and they you know explained the gospel, and we went through like catechism and oh. all that stuff, and, which is another like similar mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so, so I grew up Lutheran and then uh, just was raised in the church. Um, and, uh, and then yeah, and then we, we, I, I moved down here uh, for school. Kristin and I, we went to APU. Okay. Uh, I met her when I was in grad school, getting my degree in clinical psychology, and she was uh, finishing up her degree in sociology. Uh, and then we started coming to Foothill. Actually, when my uh, my roommates invited me, oh cool! And I kind of was growing tired of my my well, not growing tired, but there there are some issues with, sure. with the other church that I was yeah. attending. So, yeah,
0: yeah I'd say I have a similar story of how I got to Foothill. Is I had kind of left my church fully prepared to church shop, and my roommate um, was going to Foothill. Yeah, um, Nate Martinez. Did you know Nate Martinez?
1: Yes, uh, I knew Nate. Uh, I think. I think Christy and him were friends in okay. college. And then um, yeah. Aaron, I played yeah. baseball with his yeah. brother yeah. at APU. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's fun. It's been fun, like, unpacking a little bit. We have some crossover from APU. Yeah. Uh, and so it's been fun to kind of play that game. Like, wait, did you know so and yeah, so? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We, we found I did out. It. I didn't know, you know.
1: <laughs> did we, like, we served at, like, the, the grill, I think? or uh...
0: Yeah. We were both working in their hospitality services at the same time, yeah, I yeah. think. And we had a mutual friend. We found it like uh um, the like last year I think yeah which was probably like uh I don't know ten years ago or something yeah like that? um yeah coming up on yeah more than ten years sure. I think now sure. yeah because that's yeah. when we were like in the heart of being at APO yeah go soon yeah, yeah. Um, I heard APO <laughs> um God first since eighteen ninety nine yes yeah uh, doesn't doesn't really get
1: specific but yeah no. God first yeah okay uh,
0: well. Let's, uh, yeah, I, I did some research, and I was reading your elder bio, and you uh, talked about how um, Christy is actually the one that pushed you, uh, you and her, I mean, both of you, to kind of, like, get more involved at Hill. Yeah. right? Well, what was that like? Like, early, kind of getting involved, getting plugged yeah. in? Um, you know, I was, uh, I, I've been kind of a,
1: a lone wolf, uh, like, kind of in college and grad school. Hmm. Like, I loved being by myself interesting you know i i i would love to go on hikes by myself uh i found that i enjoyed movies when i went by myself Mm. to movies um i had a lot of i had friends that didn't know each other and that like was nice to have that kind of Mm. i don't know anonymity uh and uh and then yeah and then i'd start i i went to church by myself um and i i for me like i just felt like oh like i'm really i i felt that i experienced things more when i was by myself and then you uh, when I started dating Christy, um, you know, we were at, we actually started going to two churches. We, we were going, we were alternating, and okay. then we started coming to Foothill together. And I think one of the first weeks that we were here, she was just like, "Hey, She's like, why don't we just get involved? Like, why yeah. don't, you know? Like, let's make our way to the to the info tent and uh, let's sign up for something." Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, "Sure," you know. And part of it was probably like, you know, I don't know, I you know, I, I'm trying to accommodate my mm-hmm new girlfriend yeah. kind of thing like uh, it was just kind of like uh yeah like you know I, I want her to be impressed by me sure. or, or you know i want to just kind of like
0: what a gesture
1: like yeah. The info tent, yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> maybe not the best motive but uh sure. but you know certainly got me involved and and to be honest i mean it, it's been uh honestly i think it's been one of the best things for my spiritual yeah, life uh, awesome. to just be connected in different ways mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah yeah what did you first do to like start serving I believe
1: I was an usher. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So so responsible for seating people. I think Michael Hendrick was taken over as uh, the lead. Okay. And um, I think back when Daniel Kaler and JD
0: were uh, taking charge of like the connections team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Michael Hendrick. It's funny. He'll kind of come back and visit every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he still stands back there. Like. I know i know right he he doesn't sit he does he'll just hang out with the ushers because he he loved that role he loved serving that way so much yeah
1: no he uh you know i think he kind of um he was kind of the the template for like how people were to fill that position Mm -hmm. you know, just like i remember just you know it it was uncomfortable sometimes Mm -hmm. for me like because i would be like "Uh, can you scoot over you know (laughs) yeah you you know yeah please never mind never mind uh, two people i see two seats you know there's only two seats in the in the row and Uh it's like michael's like "Uh, can you fit them in there you know it's like well we have like you know four rows in the back that we can just yeah open up he's like two
0: good seats Yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome uh well you mentioned getting involved that was really a big moving point of your spiritual growth and just or just growth in general like why why was that why do you think that was um well
1: uh you know it's it's uh it's community, mm. you know. I, I, I've come to understand, like you know, we just can't do this life alone. Yeah. You know, uh, we're to run a race, and uh, we need people. You know, when we're tired, when we're weak, mm-hmm. uh, to come alongside us. You know, to, to bring us through particular times in our life, um, and to encourage us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people to approve us and, and all that. And so, um, you know, when you're when you're serving, you're rubbing shoulders with people that you see every day. Yeah. You know, and uh, at some point. Um, you know it crosses just from like this this familiar you know acquaintance kind of thing to now like okay this is this is my friend yeah. you know and so uh so yeah so that was like for the you know when when working in in the the service team on sunday but but also too like you know in growth groups and mm-hmm. stuff like that i mean my closest friends today are from growth groups that i met um you know gosh probably like you know eight nine years
0: ago wow that's yeah. awesome. So yeah. yeah. That's something I know we talk about a lot, you know, with people that are sure. new to foothill or even just feel like they're maybe even on the fringe. Like they're just kind of like fighting to really get plugged in and involved. We encourage them. Yeah. Join a surf team, yeah. join a growth group. And it's not so much that that stuff is transactional of like, hey, do this and you get that. Yeah. It's just, I think, fruits of, you know, hey, we're called to serve. Yeah. So by serving, you know, the Lord and the church and others, those are just the fruits of that those are the benefits those aren't necessarily our our motives but those are just results um and then yeah obviously get involved in growth group you're around people and um so that's really cool to hear i think that's a good yeah reminder for people
1: yeah i don't i don't know um you know of too many people really who've like regretted that Mm -hmm. you know i mean um the community's there you know it's just it's uh if you're intentional about it and uh
0: you know, you'll find, uh, I I believe you'll find a good community. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Uh, Where are you serving right now? Uh, so I'm,
1: I'm currently uh, on the prayer team (laughs) Uh, at the front. Uh, the the hard part right now is that we have a a young daughter. Yeah. Um, but no, before that I was teaching,
0: uh, with kids. Yeah. Both you and Christy, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So. that's awesome um yeah tell us uh, a little bit more what you do for work um i know you yeah. do b- biblical counseling is that correct
1: yes yeah so um so i got my degree like i said in clinical psychology mm-hmm. um i used to be a math major oh and wow yeah um it was what, just something uh, i was good at you what
0: know? is there a line of math that you were pursuing is that how that works
1: you know it, it was just something that i was like you know i'm good at it mm-hmm. so i'll just pursue it you know and uh and uh, so, so yeah, but, but then it was just like, I had calculus five times a week, um, like early in the morning with a professor that I wasn't like, I mean, it was kind of boring to be mm-hmm. honest, uh, but also too, more so, cause I, I didn't go to sleep early enough to be super awake for mm-hmm. those classes. But yeah, but then I switched to psychology after watching a play and uh, got my degree in clinical psychology and then I got my license in marriage and family therapy, um, which is, uh, just a regular psychotherapist that mm. you would see for mental health services, uh, and then at my new site, I, I got trained in biblical counseling. Okay. Um, actually, similar to what I think some of the things that you guys do here in, okay, in yeah. IBCD. Yeah, yep, that's what uh, we're doing. yeah, yeah. So uh, got the you know trained to level three on that, and mm-hmm. then had um, you know other trainings too for yeah. biblical counseling. But that's yeah, so so, cool. so I, the primary thing I do is is I see clients. Uh, for mental health counseling. Cool.
0: Yeah, yeah you mentioned it. We um, all the ministers on staff went through kind of a, a training. That way, uh, we could even take on some just um, cases. Yeah. Um, just even here at Foothill Church, and sure. I'm actually in the, in the middle of my first one. Oh, really? Um, yeah. yeah and it's super cool. It's uh, a <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 been really neat, a neat process, and one of those things like, what is this like to do? And yeah. It's kind of intimidating i you know yeah. to go into that so i imagine it's even intimidating for someone to go in and you know go through before sure. counseling yeah yeah
1: well to be honest i mean like the i had like a, a crisis of of like my occupation a mm-hmm. little bit what do you mean well you know in the first three videos of that training it's just what's everything that's wrong with psychology yeah you know mm-hmm. and uh and i i couldn't disagree i feel like you know there he makes some valid points mm-hmm. I, I think that there's some um you know they paint psychology with a wide brush mm-hmm. uh and so it's not all what he's saying but yeah. but for sure some of the main arguments i'm like yeah that's true you know and so i think for me like i had to really think about like uh what am i doing mm-hmm. you know um you know am i just uh, cuz one of the, the approaches to to therapy is just that you allow people to set their own goals come to Mm -hmm. their own conclusions and um it's like well what if that's what if it's not biblical Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Um, what if people just kind of like put their their um, emotional state above their holiness Mm. you know and so for me I had to really like settle in my mind okay how am I going to approach my profession here Mm. um given being
0: confronted you know with the issues of psychology yeah yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, yeah. You, so the place that you work at, it's a Christian-based place, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, my my boss. I hope she doesn't mind me saying this. She's a Reformed Calvinist. Okay. Uh, and uh, her her husband's a, a pastor at one of the uh, Acts Twenty Nine churches in the oh, area. Well, awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, so she, she we went to school together. Um, one day she. Uh, she called me or she called me up or I called her up because I needed a suitcase uh, to bring home some notes, some, a HIPAA-compliant suitcase. And uh, and she was like, by the way, are you looking for a job? Hmm. She's like, I have this thing that I'm starting. And um, and then, yeah, and then I, I joined it. And uh, like biblical counseling, it's encouraged. It's hmm. something that uh, we believe that people truly need yeah. more than just relief
0: from mm-hmm. mental health symptoms. Yeah, you know? yeah. how would you um, encourage someone? Because I, I feel like... Stuff like that, going seeking help. Um, there is a stigma to it, uh-huh. but then there's also this newer, I think, openness to like, hey, go get mental health. Um, that's accurate. Like, yeah, you should yeah. Um, talk to. I think biblical counseling more, and even maybe eliminating some of the stigma. It's like biblical counseling. It's not anything like taboo and like, oh yeah, you, yeah. you're you're a failure. You have to go get this now, right? Yeah.
1: No, absolutely not. I mean, I think, um, in in some degree, I think we should all be. Mm counseled mm-hmm. biblically right mm-hmm. uh you know whether that's like with sitting with uh, someone who's been trained in it or has a degree in it or just like a friend you know who knows their their bible really well mm-hmm. who's um you know mature in their faith so i i i would just want to erase that stigma for anybody who's like uh i've been thinking about it. i don't want to um go because of the stigma surrounding it uh go if you're you're needing it um which I, I think, to again, to some degree, we all do, but, um, but yeah, with biblical counseling, um, you know, essentially we just you know take our cue from Second Timothy, mm-hmm. you know, where it just says that, uh, you know, all scriptures breathed out by God, you know, profitable t- for teaching, proof, or correction, you know, and so, um, so if we truly believe that, then why not, you know, receive biblical counseling, and I, and it's it's very it's the most practical thing mm-hmm. uh, for depression, for anxiety, for marital conflict. I mean, even, you know, for like eating disorders and things Mm. like even dissociative identity disorders, some things that, you know, um,
0: are, are, you know, have these labels in, in psychology. That's super cool. What's been, um, your kind of favorite part or what's kind of brought you joy through this occupation? Um, I, I think for me it's, it's
1: the. At my current site, so I wouldn't I wouldn't say this for for my occupation, like for all the sites that I've been at. Sure. But for my current site, I mean, it's it's encouraged to um, you know find opportunity mm. uh, to to share the gospel, yeah. to to bring it in, if that's something that um, you know is ethically good and right. According, we have to operate under the board mm-hmm. of behavioral sciences uh, standards, um, but. Um, if the opportunity presents itself, I mean, there's joy when when someone receives it. Mm. You know, I mean, I I don't know. You know, maybe you've had that experience where you've had you know a friend receive receive the gospel yeah. uh, for the first time, and so to 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 witness that and to help people disciple, yeah. uh, be discipled, and grow in that. Um, you know, I don't know if there's too many joys that that top that. Yeah, to yeah, out. that's
0: been really cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I look back even just the um, one case I'm I'm in the middle of right now it's really cool to kind of walk through and encourage like, Hey, here's what I think you should maybe, here's some homework for the week. Sure. Um, you know, do it. And then to come back and like check in, like, Hey, how was that this week? And like, yeah. it was good. Like this, I really, you know, was able to apply scripture to the situation and yeah. I was reminded of God's goodness. And it's been really neat to see that. And even just other things as we're just talking, um, for this person to kind of glean and, and latch onto things and report back. Like it's been super encouraging in that way too. So, yeah. um, but that's awesome. I think great reminder, like biblical counseling is for everyone yeah. um, and super cool to hear kind of your heart a little bit more behind that as well. Yeah. Um, exactly. yeah. So um, Elder Ian, um, I like calling you that. Um, Regular person. It, is that <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah can you re- just briefly remind us what is uh, the role of an elder? Um, I know. It's kind of maybe obscure for some people. Um, we see, yeah, like I mentioned in Titus, kind of the qualifications of an yeah. elder um, here at Full Hill Church. Like, what does that role look like? Sure, yeah. So qualifications,
1: uh, you know, different than the role. Although, you know, only the person who meets the qualifications can take on that role. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, it's it's uh, in the broad sense, it's it's um, governing the church, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and shepherding the flock. Uh, and being responsible for spiritual growth, things like protecting against like false teaching, and mm-hmm. uh, but also too some of the technical stuff, you know, like uh, handling some of the behind the scenes that just kind of like allows people to uh, sit in church to receive the word and to grow, you know, um, um, helping um, you know certain ministries grow, and um, and then you know just even meeting just some of the felt needs. Yeah. Um, of of people, you know, praying for them, working with them, and discipling them, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so just kind of growing um, spiritually mm-hmm. our uh, our flock and just walking alongside them till the end.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm super grateful um, for you guys and just the even just the relationships um, that we as a staff even get benefit from from the elders. And I've had you know good conversations with Bob uh, about like. Things I'm currently in his um, Christian doctrine class. Uh, yeah. Uh, both he and uh, CJ Coe are teaching, and um, it's been cool to kind of glean more wisdom from him in that, and then just see him leading within there. Yeah. You know, I mean, the ability to teach is one of those qualifications, and, and right. So that's kind of the way he's practicing that, and um, even just hearing more like from him on like, hey, what does this mean? What is this saying? Um, so yeah, it's it's a benefit for the staff, benefit for the church to have. Um, a group of you guys leading, leading us well like that. Yeah. Um, so, what has that process been like for you? entering this, so you're you're new. Um, yes, February 2023. Yeah, you were inducted into. Now you're yeah. um, um, added to. What is installed? The installed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I've like had to type out that word for like promotional. Yeah, services. yeah. <laughs> um, I just drew, you, think drew, like, my...
1: you think of like you uh, think of like I don't know like installing like subwoofers in your car. <laughs> sure. Yeah. A little um, different, but yeah. Uh, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny
0: because um, Steve was talking about um, what it was like for him. Uh-huh. But from a literal experience, he was like talking about how, like, man, when we were there praying on our knees, it was so tiring. <laughs> uh, and he mentioned you, you said a yeah. comment too about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, uh, Honestly, my knees were hurting, you it's know, so, so bad. I'm like, so I actually like, so for the first service, I, I took, I, I t bowed it, you know, for those. Okay, yeah. You're for you being oh, a yeah. Bronco Broncos fan, ship. uh, but yeah, no. So I, I was down on one knee, uh, and then I was like, man, this hurts so bad. Yeah. I can't do this for like, you know, uh, so I just, I took my cue from Steve and I went down on on both knees, mm-hmm. uh, but that was uncomfortable. <laughs> so I kept like shifting, yeah, um, trying not to draw attention to myself. <laughs> That's right. What
0: I remember like seeing you guys i'm like that's gonna be uncomfortable this is a long prayer yeah yeah uh, i saw chris's prayer um ahead of time i'm like this is yeah get ready guys I was like come on come on yeah, it's no um <laughs> yeah it's obviously a rigorous process to become an elder and that's 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 sure. the capstone yeah yeah um, no i mean you know kneeling uh, for three minutes yeah the year of training
1: and, and yeah. the uh the books that you had to read and uh, you know, interview application, all that stuff. Yeah. uh You know, it's it's probably the the kneeling was probably the most <laughs> difficult out of all of it. Uh, that's funny.
0: Um, yeah, books. How do you know how many books you guys read? Uh, Ballpark. Um, man, I I think like
1: I I could be totally off here. I want to say like maybe ten. Okay.
0: Uh, and they're not light books either. Right? Uh, or maybe some of them are. No, I mean, uh,
1: s- uh some of them are easy reads. Yeah. Uh, you know. We read a couple books from Trip, uh, Paul Trip, yep. and you know he tends to be kind of like, a, um, I don't know, just regular speech. You know yeah, he's kind then. of a
0: fun kind of author. Like he he likes yeah. to have, yeah. it, his personality and nature is, is is fun and engaging. So like it kind of translates into his writing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, in, in all honesty, I mean, like you know, none of it was was um, you know, super. Uh, elevated, yeah. you know, a lot of it was pretty. Even even when we read uh, "Holiness" by J.C. Ryle that mm-hmm. people talk about a lot, um, it it almost seems like it was it was written like yesterday. Yeah, I yeah.
0: have that one. I need to read it. Chris mentioned the yes. sermon, and I ordered it in that sermon. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just now remembering. Honestly, every, everybody read should read so, that. book. Yeah, we'll we'll link it um, in the show notes. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite uh, book, book from, from those? Uh, I you know I I'm just gonna say Holiness by J.C. Sure. Ryle uh, for sure.
1: Uh, I would say that that was uh, number one. And then um, I think the one that I learned the most from apart from from that book was, um, I, we had to read uh, Systematic Theology by Grudem. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and so I think that was packed with yeah. a lot of things. So uh, probably those two. Yeah.
0: Oh um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a really cool book. So I'm in Christian Doctrine two right now. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't take the first one yet, so I'll do that in the fall. Um, but it's been super cool and it's a really just useful book to use. Like as you're trying to think maybe through ahead of time through conversations, um, or like if someone has questions, if obviously if you have questions, it's like a really good just tool to also go through like, Hey, let me look up definitions. Okay. It's from this section. Let me read that. There's, it's just so many layers of yeah. information about our, you know, doctrine is Oh, hundred percent. So it's been super yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, if anyone ever wants to, you know, um, kind of be able to to give a reason for the hope that they have within them mm-hmm. you know then that that would be uh, a book to read yeah. uh, you know that and and you know obviously scripture yeah of course <laughs> yeah
0: it's obviously um, better paired with the Bible being the, the first yes, read Yes. so yeah which adds pointing to a lot of scripture throughout it so yeah um, that's awesome man uh, well hey going back a little further um, what was October 2002 like for you
1: Okay, okay, I see where this what, is going. Um,
0: cause I, I remember, <laughs> I have vivid memories of Troy Percival um, on the mounds, mm-hmm. um, game seven, about in the ninth, um, yeah, yeah. two outs, Kenny Lofton um, on base, <laughs> um, and I think two men maybe on – oh, no, sorry, Kenny no. Lofton up, up, up at the plate, two men yeah. on base. Um, he hits a ball out to um, – I think center right field mm-hmm. darren erstad waves off his teammates um and <laughs> um catches the final out and angels win yeah. in game seven of the world series that year what was your october 2002 like uh i really don't remember
1: anything about okay. that month yeah. uh you know uh i think it's uh fragmented mm-hmm. uh
0: quick context for those only listening i just pulled out a hat and angels hat a rally monkey which is really prominent in our world series run that year and a ring that's too small for my pinky but it says world champions yeah uh, and conveniently i loved when i saw you walking in with your Giants (laughs) sweater on i was like this is perfect so angels defeated the giants yes
1: they did in 2002 I, i i remember uh, game six, the thing that stands out to me is, uh, game six, Dusty Baker gives the Russ Ortiz finishes and Giants have the lead and it's just kind of like, okay, cool. They're going to win, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so Russ Ortiz steps off the mound. Dusty Baker gives them the game ball, which is, uh, for mm-hmm. anybody that plays baseball or that's familiar with baseball, it's, uh, there's quite a bit of like superstition in it. it's just mm-hmm. like, you don't do things like that. Um, and so, uh, then, then. Felix Rodriguez throws a slider down and into Scott Spezio It's a bomb. Uh and I think that either tied the game or uh or that uh or that gave them the lead. And then they went to game seven, obviously, and they lost uh and with uh, it was such an amazing roster. Uh but no, I, I tend to remember more 2010, twelve, and fourteen. Yeah, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh you know, I I was wearing I always wore my Giants stuff, like but even that. even before those years. Mm-hmm. And then people were just like Ian, are you this? You know, you're a bandwagoner. I was like, mm. man, I was there for the dark ages, man. Yeah. You don't know, you yeah. don't know. But yeah. I, I, I feel like this is a gimmick because I. I don't believe you're an Angels fan. Are you an Angels fan? Absolutely. Are um, you really?
0: Yeah, I, I had this Rally Monkey from the stadium. Wow. I never yeah, would have agreed I, to that. I, I watched. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I was watching that World Series. Uh, really? That yeah. was the year. I mean, I was, you know, fairly young still. And that was yeah. when I really felt ownership. Okay. Grew up, we grew up going to Angels games. Um, and they were kind of my favorite team even though my dad is a dodgers fan my mom grew up in a dodgers household my brother is a dodgers fan yeah. um we just grew up going to an- more angel games and so and then angels in the outfield starring joseph gordon levitt um <laughs> so i was i was set yeah. up to be an angels fan we grew up just the, uh, up the 57 angels broadcast um, makes sense yeah it's perfect <laughs> um so no i'm thoroughly impressed though because i had to do the research and remember. Like I remember, I remember what happened. But I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, I know it was Percival Erstad. Um, but it was like, okay, yeah, two outs, but you know. Um, so I, I did have to remember, like, he okay, was Kenny Lofton and everything. Yeah, so yeah. I uh, I did my research to make sure I didn't embarrass myself. You had Game Six down. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's impressive. it's
1: one of those things. You know, you remember particular things mm-hmm. like uh you know where you were when mm-hmm. princess diana died and then <laughs> uh you know uh what happened in the in game six of the giants yeah. but uh no i mean um yeah it was uh it was a good series well fought um first series that i remember i i mean in my lifetime that the giants were a part of i mean you know they're part of the 89 world series mm-hmm. in battle of the bay um but but yeah, honestly, I mean, I could I could talk baseball mm-hmm. and sports with you and that would be like a whole separate podcast. If mm-hmm. anyone ever comes to me for biblical counseling or therapy and they want to distract from whatever <laughs> we're talking about, uh they could probably okay. bring up sports and I'll yeah. go probably, you know,
0: for I'll try sure. to keep it to 5 minutes. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Um so you're from the Bay Area, I'm assuming because you're also Niners so. fan. Yeah, um
1: so there's there's some uh I'm from Northern California okay. and there's a yeah, you know, people will say it's not really the Bay, uh, Tracy, because uh, the San Joaquin County doesn't touch mm. the Bay, Alameda County does, which is, you know, one city is o- over is Livermore. Um, so, yeah, but I was born in San Francisco. Um, okay. My mom tells me the story that we were actually living in Fremont at the time and uh, had my dad go to san francisco I, I think it was so that we could be born in san francisco <laughs> i don't know but it was sounds, sounds like something up. she would do but yeah. broncos yeah. also
0: uh beat the niners in week three uh this last season yeah so yeah 11 to 10 yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah uh i think that was trey lance was probably starting yeah or, was that the game he got injured i don't know doesn't uh, matter yeah i don't know um, it's a wash we're both
0: mind. we're both O and o right now yeah and super bowl's the show for it yeah
1: so. no i mean we'll 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 uh we'll see how it goes next yeah.
0: year yeah um last fun random question uh, i was talking to alex Haston and he told uh-huh. me ask ian about um chat gbt and asking it theological questions yeah That's uh so i not... cool. i don't know what he was meaning by that but that sounds fun
1: yeah um so you can you can uh, so so first off I'm not like endorsing chat GPT I'm sure. not saying like hey uh, you know take it as gospel and you know run with it you're just uh, having fun and researching. yeah you know? I'm just yeah, like yeah. Uh, hey what's this thing about uh should we uh you know fear for our lives no um, <laughs> God's in control but but um no uh with with chat GPT uh, you know sometimes you you just you ask you can ask crazy mm. questions that uh you know you could ask it to prepare a sermon for you, you mm-hmm. could ask it um, particular questions about uh, theological topics.
0: That's how we uh, use it to determine what topics we're going to do on. Finance. Oh yeah, yeah, and Good. it said Elder Spotlight Ian Kelly. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just yeah, we've no, we we sure. done that. But I would be uh, interested. all the billion data points. It <laughs> yeah,
1: came to that conclusion. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no. So so I've asked it some questions. Like I've asked it like, what is the gospel? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very surprised. It, it even goes into like. Um, you know that that uh, essentially that we were created for for good works. Mm. Uh, you know, like that that your faith doesn't stop at receiving the gospel. Mm. Um, you know that you're also to love your neighbor. You know, and uh, and that that uh, a genuine faith is, is verified by by the works that you do. Mm. So um, so yeah, like it it talked about. It. I'm like, wow, this is yeah.
0: you know this is pretty good. Yeah, you know? yeah so. that's good. Well, I appreciate the warning too. Of you know. It's not the Bible, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, it no, is pulling from other random, uh, uh, an array of sources. So yeah. let's pray that chat GBT continues to uh, have, you know, biblical gospel centered, um, yeah. <laughs> information being fed into it. No, for sure. And, and that people would take it as just like, uh, Hey, I should probably do my research. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Hey, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. I'm honestly like really glad to finally have you on, um, as our yeah. number one listener. Yeah. Um, and so you think you're going to listen back to this episode? Probably not. <laughs> I don't <I> uh, see. <laughs> can you just, just for our, our <laughs> It'll be normal the old average of listening, can you just hit play, mute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Or when when we see, you know, look at numbers, I'll just know. It's one less because Ian was on this one. Yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. Cool. There you go. I well, appreciate your time, man. Um, yeah. Hey, Fuhil, um we'll see you in a couple more weeks. Um, but yeah. And then actually Erica will also be back on with us. Uh, we miss her having her on. So thanks again, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks. Again.